Hey everybody, it's Dakari Pingney of the Gil St. Bernard's class of 2024, and you're listening to the Black Knights Podcast, a Black History Month BSU production. In today's episode, we will discuss HBCUs, also known as historically black colleges and universities. In the studio today, we have Angel Stevenson, class of 2022, and TJ Cheney, class of 2018. Angel is a freshman at Morgan State University, majoring in political science with a pre-law track. TJ graduated from Virginia Union University with a degree in entrepreneurial and management business and currently owns T2 Films. Uh, I think we should go around and, and do introductions first. Um, name and, uh, you know, um, graduation year. Yeah. All right. I'll start off. Uh, hi, I'm Dakari, class of 2024. I'm Tyre, class of 2026. I'm Carlita, class of 2024. I'm Jenna, class of 2024. I'm TJ, class of 2018. <laughs> and I'm Angel, class of 2022. All right, cool. Wait, can you just go through, like, like what your, like, daily like life is? Like you said, you wake up. Um, well, when I'm working, uh, when I'm working with Lures, uh, depending on the school I'm shooting at, I probably will have to wake up at, like, 536, because I got to be there an hour before the shoot actually starts to set up the uh, equipment, so... Be doing that for maybe like four or five hours out of the day. Then, depending if I got to upload the work from uh, that photo shoot, mm-hmm. then go home, upload that work, and then just go about my day. But now, since the, um, like the lower season has uh, died down, I really started picking up with my, my actual business, the T2 Films. So mm-hmm. now I just be going around to various uh, high school basketball games and just uh, recording, putting the full highlights out on YouTube. Yeah, that's how February and January been going for me. Oh, okay. Because I saw you did, a, um, you came here one game, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that. It looked good work. Thank you. Yeah, I really Thank like you. it. So, and um, Angel, how's, um, how's Morgan? Um, Morgan is, is different out here, definitely. Um, the living life is different from Jersey. Um, but overall, like, I spend my days being very productive. So, like, most of my classes is in the morning. So right after class, I'll either go to work or I use that time to work out. And then Tuesdays, I have, like, night classes. And that's something that's, like, very different from high school. Mm-hmm. So like, my day ends at, like, 9 o'clock on Tuesdays. But, you know, I work. I work out. Um, I go to class. And then Saturdays is, like... Um, I take that day for just my business because, as you know, Kari, I have the sneaker business. Mm-hmm. So I dedicate Saturdays and sometimes Sundays to, you know, managing my business. Very productive. Our first question is, uh, what are like some major factors you think that uh, separate like HBCUs from like other colleges? Um, TJ, we can start with you. Oh, actually, no, Angel, she has a response already. So... With HBCUs, I really feel like everybody is like a family, like whether it's the people that's serving your food or the people that's cleaning the halls, like everybody's going to look out for you. Like if anything's gone wrong, you can just look out to the person sweeping the floors and they'll help you out. So I really like the family dynamic there. Going on with what uh, Angel was saying about the family dynamic, um, basically like uh, HBCUs versus a PWI, yeah, everybody looks like you, so... Mm-hmm. Everybody can uh can connect with yeah. each other. Like that's very I don't want to say it's different from Gil, but I feel like it's different you know, from Gil. Yeah. Different. <laughs> not connect 
with everybody mm-hmm. like you would at, at HBCU. Like you said, everybody looks like you. Yeah. Like you, you have a part of somebody, you know what I'm saying, when you look at them mm-hmm. at HBCU. Right? So do you think that made it like an easier transition for you guys, like from high school to college, just like having like familiarity around you, I guess? Uh, well, I mean, going from like Gale to, to Virginia Union, it was a completely switched mm-hmm. like so uh and i mean once i got got to union like I, I became more open but like uh originally like i was very closed off because i gill you know i was very to myself and then really talked to a lot of people so and for like the first year and a half at uh virginia union i was the same way until um I met a, a good group of group of people at Union. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. Angel, uh, do you think that um, do you think that the the guild the switch from guild to um to Morgan was hard or was it was it easy? How was it? Um, in the beginning, I would say it was hard because, like CJ was saying, at guild I was like very closed off, and going to school, I started off being antisocial and stuff like that. But when you go around your people, everyone's so active and social and stuff like that. So it's like, wow, like I have my guard up. Everybody else is so like, you know, they're having fun. So I had to just uh, slowly let my guard down because, you know, at Gil, they don't really speak to anyone. So it was hard at first. Um, so why did you guys choose an HBCU? Well, I chose the HBCU because... Um, majority of my academic career was in a PWI school. So um, I was already prepared for like the outside world and, you know, being around other races and stuff like that. But it's like, when am I ever going to solely be around my people? Mm-hmm. So that's why I chose, you know, the HBCU life. And I didn't even really choose the HBCU life. It just, uh, just happened. Chose right. you? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like originally I was going to, um, walk on to play basketball at Liberty. Mm-hmm. That's because, like, Liberty was never really my first option. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I really wanted to go to school in um in New York. Mm-hmm. And, like, whenever I went to go visit, and, like, I felt the most at home there. But, you know, I had people in my corner telling me that they wasn't going to, like, support me if I go to D3 school to play ball. So, yeah. <laughs> So I was like, ah, and my cousin uh, had a scholarship to play football at Liberty. So, mm. so my mom and my aunt wanted me to go to Liberty to room with them. Like they already had the whole plan yeah. set up and everything. Like we had like our own uh, little dorm department, and everything. But then when I got there for the orientation, I'm like, nah, yeah, <laughs> because like they even had a um, like it's a curfew at Liberty. Like you Ooh. gotta, yeah, you gotta be in about like a certain time and. Like the first time I had went to go visit Liberty, um, I had met the um, what the the head of diversity, mm-hmm. uh, there and his son played basketball at Virginia Union. So like the first time we went to go visit, he had we didn't even tell uh me and my mother, but he sent my highlight film to the coach at Virginia Union, and the coach, uh. The coach ain't never, like, uh, get back to me, like, once he sent it mm-hmm. because he thought that I was, like, already sure going to going to Liberty. Right. So then, like, I want to say we get to, like, June or, yeah, I think it was June. I went down there, 
And then that's when I told my mother, like, I don't think I could do it the four years at Liberty. Then we ran into the head of diversity, and then he made a phone call to the coach at Virginia Union. And then the next day, I was on my way to Virginia Union going to an open gym. And then that's when I got offered right then and there. The rest was history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you think... uh? Well, growing up, you play you play basketball, right? Yeah. Do you think like what do you what impact did like basketball have on you? Because I last week, um, I think we had uh, Tory Stapleton. I, I think it was last week. Um, we had Tory Stapleton on here, and he was talking about how uh, playing basketball it gave him like a um, like a sense of like family, you know, having like coaches and teammates and stuff like that. Yeah. So, do you think you could relate to that having um, you know playing basketball growing up? Uh, yeah, because like some some of my my best friends I met on the on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I'm still connected with the people I played uh, basketball, like, uh, middle school, high school, and uh, college. So, like, it's really my, my brothers, for real. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And even now, you're still associated with basketball. Yeah. So, that's cool. Do you could, like, share, like, a like a good or bad experience with, um, with like, your HBCU experience there? I would say a good experience would probably be obviously homecoming because mm-hmm. like everybody comes out yeah, from all schools, all states. These <laughs> PBs in the back dancing. <laughs> but like <laughs> honestly, all the alumni, you never know who you're gonna see, who you might be able to connect with. So that was like really like a good time for me. It was a, the whole week too. Oh, okay. Sounds fun. Yeah. I'll probably say homecoming too, even though like because I'm homecoming, the gym that they had a homecoming in, it was really hot. And then, like, we had, I think, the main performance, uh, the people that were supposed to perform was, um, like, Lil Dirk and A Boogie. But they didn't go on to, like, they only had, like, a five-minute set. And then they had, like, a whole bunch of uh, Richmond artists mm-hmm. <laughs> performing. And I'm like, ah, them waited, like... <laughs> Three hours to hear ten minutes. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was cool. At the same time, it was a lot. Yeah, I feel like at some point in time, um, every African American like student that attends college should go to an HBCU homecoming because I feel like PWI homecomings are always going to be deal two point and stuff yeah, like sure. that. Um, so you'll never really get to see like what it's like to like. The next, the person next to you might not even know them, but you can still vibe with them, you know, connect with them, network or whatever, and it'll just be, you know, regular. It's not you're not feeling forced to enjoy yourself, you know. I think that uh, that's to do what you said earlier about the connectedness and like everybody being like really open, like really really welcoming to see the environment you put yourself into. I think it's really cool. All right, so I just wanted to try this uh, this one segment where we go rapid fire and um, we. Uh, uh, name off some um some HBCUs and just say uh like what you think about them and like um how you uh uh how you feel about them. All right. Uh, I know Miss Bond is gonna have uh first one uh is Howard. Oh, uh, uh, shoot! I was just at Howard. I was at their homecoming last. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it was. I mean, it was cool. And plus, I have a few friends that go to Howard, so it's cool. Okay, so it was a fun time. Yeah, I agree. I have a few friends that go to Howard, but, you know, Howard is, like, the prestigiousness of, you know, all HBCUs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I would say Howard is a little overrated from hearing, like, you know, my friends' <laughs> opinions. I'm so sorry. But uh, hearing, like, my friends who go there and stuff like that. Um, but I do still like Howard, you know. All right, another one. Uh, Spellman. 
I know, yeah, Miss SS, Miss PD's. Uh, yes, I love Spillman. Um, sadly, I did not get a sense of Spillman, but I really love Spillman uh, for all my female, African-American females. You should definitely apply there. Um, and that's like, you know, really good in the future, um, you know, long-term with the networks too. Yeah. Um, and uh, Morehouse, you know, I think that's like right across the street from Spillman, right? Yeah, so um, how do you guys feel about Morehouse? Shoot, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> um, I have some uh other ones. Uh, North Carolina. You guys heard of uh, North Carolina A and T? Yeah, my cousin go there. Yeah, yeah. it's a party school. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Um, Hampton. Oh, <laughs> and it's it's hey, cool. Really <laughs> yeah, really. <you. laughs> <laughs> Um, my my dad went there. He said it, he said it was cool when he went. And um, I know I know a big part of uh, HBCUs is uh, the Greek life and uh, mm-hmm. having like um uh, fraternities and like sororities and like brotherhood and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, my my um, one of my dad's best friends, his um his uncle. I mean, not his uncle, his um his best friend, my uncle. Um, he has a when he got I think it was um Omega Omega Psi. Mm-hmm. He has it on. Uh, branded. Yeah, it's branded on his chest. Yeah, nah, I, yeah. <laughs> nah. I, I actually, my sister is an AKA, so all day, every day, she's gonna walk around like this all the time. <laughs> and uh, I, I crossed uh, Sigma, mm-hmm. probably the Sigma, and I almost, almost got branded, but I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> like, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Uh, how do you feel about Deion Sanders? What he's done for for Jackson State, you know, that being HBCU and you know, him bringing, uh, like, top-ranked, like, players and basically, like, not stealing them, but, like, yeah. taking them from, like, Bama and, like, UGA and, like, UMIA. And, hey, uh, that was big, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I just, uh, you know, I'm I'm grateful for what, uh, what he had did for uh, HBCUs. It's just unfortunate that, you know, the the way the HBCU market is, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, uh, don't bring as much uh, money as, you know, like the SECs or the uh, Big Ten, so... When he did transfer schools, I'm like, ah, you can't really be mad. Yeah, like, for sure. But he he did, uh, you know, bring a, a big light to the HBCU campuses. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I feel like he shed a, a lot of light on like the yeah. the impact and like the power that HBCUs mm-hmm. can you know have. Not even just like with um with sports and stuff, but yeah. you know what I'm saying just uh, culture in general mm-hmm. and how um how was uh, how was different from other colleges like. And I think that's another problem with uh, H- the uh, like the underfunding mm-hmm. HBCUs. You know, I think uh, now more than um, not more than ever, but yeah, pretty much now more than ever. I feel like uh, the the funding um, is, a, is a huge problem for sure. Um, and that's that's one of my questions. Uh, if if you could um, fund and if you had to allocate money to to problems in HBCUs, where where would you put it? Oh. <laughs> you want to answer this one first? Housing. <laughs> Said the housing. Yeah, the housing mm-hmm. sucks like at majority of all HBCUs. Like yeah. currently, I stay in the hotel, so yeah, yeah that's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, because like I know it was a problem at Howard. It was like mold uh, in the dorms. I heard about that. Oh yeah, it was it was mold in um the dorms at my school too when I was there. So like I I want to say like the first three weeks I was down there, like the all the people in uh like the the freshmen. Uh, boys and girls dorms had like got a hotels, so but 
this is only the the one luxury I got for being an athlete there. Mm-hmm. I I got to stay in an apartment mm-hmm. my first year, so I was cooling. But I'll probably, when it comes to funding, I'll probably try to <laughs> like fund um just basically just basic uh units in uh mm-hmm. in most of the buildings because a lot of the buildings don't be having AC, mm. so that. Hot, man. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that's um when I was like um like most uh public schools, but um you know even later than like back to high school, um I think that uh the, the advantages of going to you know what I'm saying like a place like Yale, mm-hmm. um I just feel like the um the support is uh especially from like alumni and stuff like that, and just having a strong support system, just uh is way better. Um, if you guys could, would you guys have chosen a different school to go to? Uh, maybe a different HBCU. I love my my HBCU though. But yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, probably a different HBCU, but definitely still in the same you know spectrum. Mm. Only, man, I'll probably only because like. The athletics at Union, mm-hmm. like the the gym stuff, they had the same gym since um like Charles Oakley and uh, <laughs> Ben Wallace was there, and that was like back in the nineties. Like nothing has changed. Yeah. The same, the stands, this everything. If you if you could go to a different HBCU, which one do you think it would be? Damn you. And yeah, mm. and I'll probably go to. I don't know. I probably would go to like the, the Howard or Hampton. The, really, the deciding thing would be because I know Hampton's like right by the water. Yeah, it uh, is. I ain't yeah. too much. Yeah. Are there any like common misconceptions that you think, um, get put about HBCUs? If there are any. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that the common misconceptions is that, you know, they're not as good as PWI colleges. But honestly, like, I feel like with the dynamic we have as a family, that's what pushes us more. Because we can go to a PWI, get the best education, but like, are we really going to feel accepted or, you know, have enough connection to where we feel like we're going to grow? Because, um, you know, right now, mental health is a big thing. So if your mental health is not good and you're not feeling you know, accepted where you are, are you really going to excel? So I like, um, you know, like I keep saying the dynamic here at HBCU, um, and we're not as funded as PWIs, and that's another reason why they have these, um, you know, misconceptions about us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably like the, uh, what, the job availability at the college, because I want to say, like, my cousin that did go to Liberty, like, I almost didn't, like, I like almost didn't like look at HBC uh CUs because I got you I had a conversation with him. It was like uh one of his like one of his ex teammates that uh that did go to HBCU, like after after um college he was like just having trouble just like finding um like finding jobs mm-hmm. and as uh and only because like it came from a like he came from an HBCU as opposed to a PWI, like Graduating from a PWI, you have like more job opportunities after graduating. 
case. That's just not the case. Um, um how's your video production company going? Oh, uh, pretty good. What my clientele is based off of right now is um like basically like dance schools. Like I shot a, a few dance recital videos, but what I really want to get into is shooting like music videos. Mm-hmm. But eventually. Uh, it's really just a whole lot I have planned for it because I want to, like, shoot music videos. I also want to, like, have a platform where, like, um like, showcasing, like, athletes. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, another ballist life for overtime type of uh, setup. So. If you could shoot one artist, who would it be? Right now? Probably. Oh, probably Uzi. 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 <laughs> only only because like his his um his videos be like upbeat so like i could use a whole lot of uh transitions like on every single beat um because like i i did shoot one music video uh and it was like <laughs> it was a it was like a a slow song i'm like what artist I, was it it wasn't even a known uh, artist. <laughs> he really, uh, he really, uh, he really, uh, he be on reality TV. So, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he funny. <laughs> uh, what what clubs or activities are or like were you involved in on campus? Uh, at at college. Yeah. Um. I know it, I was in I was involved in a a program that um like offered intern internship programs. Mm-hmm. So I did that, but like I want to say like only other programs I was in was just or like organizations was with my basketball and uh fraternity. Yeah. yeah. Angel. Um, since I'm still a freshman and my housing situation is kind of wonky, I didn't get um you know enough insight on all the clubs and orgs there was I'm the only like you know group that I'm in we're in charge of like hosting events and stuff like that um for you know the campus and stuff but as far as like you know groups and clubs uh, I want to start that next semester since you know I want to be on campus next semester have the um have the events been like successful um yeah like (laughs) they've been really successful they've been fun Oh yeah, so uh, did you you got into uh, filming and stuff through um through unit? Yeah, you tell us a little bit about I that. Did, I did. Oh, uh, the movie unit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I want to say I took that my sophomore year, mm-hmm. and what that unit all we uh, really did was like watch movies, and then at the end of the unit we had to make a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean I, that's when I really uh, got into like video editing because like I was taking photography at Gill from uh, sophomore to my senior year. And so, like, I knew I wanted to do photography. But once I, uh, when I did the the movie unit, like, it was always in the back of my head that, um like, okay, I know I could really, like, I know how to edit on a, on a software. I want to say then by my uh, my senior year, I had, um somebody had made a, a hoop mixtape for me. And then I'm looking at it. I'm like, I, I could... I could do something like this. Mm-hmm. So then that's when um, I started filming my, my cousin play football. And then that's how I really got into video editing. So the movie unit was the start. So. I feel like uh, I feel like unit is just like, um, you're just talking about the 
movie and then you uh how you that's how you got started playing video mm-hmm. um i think that uh because uh, we was talking with um uh troy stapleton and he was talking about his unit experience how that uh that really impacted him and him having a good time so i think um i think unit is just like a really uh impactful yeah um experience i guess and i think it really separates us from a bunch of other schools like unit yeah Angel, how, how was your uh, unit experience throughout, uh, throughout Gil? Um, I think my last unit experience uh, was with Mashishwal. And I don't remember the name, but I remember we were cooking. We learned how to change his car tire. Um, they gave us, like, you know, the bag with the jumper cables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we learned how to tie a tie. We learned, learned how to sew. And all of those things I now use. Uh, I still have that case with the jumper cables because Lord knows my car always need a jump. So I would go into the trunk to the back uh, that I got from the unit um, and I, you know, use that to get a jump. Um, I learned how to sew in unit. I didn't know how to sew previously. So if I find a hole in any of my, you know, clothes or anything, I can sew it myself. I still have the fabric um, and the sewing needles from the unit case. Um, cooking, I came to school and I just overnight became a chef. <laughs> and I kind of just gained a love for cooking now. And I don't know how to change a tire, but I do know how it's supposed to go from, you know, seeing the demonstration in the unit. So that was like probably the best unit there had to have been at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with it being February, you know, first day of Black History Month, uh, what does Black History Month mean to you? Mm, well, me personally, I... I never really like uh really getting black history to one month. Mm-hmm. So, um like and it's the shortest month too. Yeah. So, that's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I I do like um like at least other cultures shedding the light on the black culture. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about black history month. Yeah, I like, you know, what they try to do, but you know, as I said, it's the shortest month of the year. Um I do like how uh, we're using this month to just shed light on solely African Americans because I quote me if I'm wrong. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I think Florida is trying to stop AP like African American history and stuff like that. So you know they're trying to strip African Americans yeah. from you know um, schools and stuff like that. So at least we do get this one month to you know show everything that we have done um, as a race. I think it's in. The thing is important that um you know like you said it's the shortest month mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I wish you could get you know, probably like January or something like that yeah. but it's fine um I think it's really important that like you guys said you know shed light on um like experience and what it's like and um just like Black History and um you know everything that uh that our people have done you know the importance that we've had on not even just like just Black history but American history mm-hmm. that we impact other people. Um, going back to Gil and the Gil experience, uh, what was your favorite moment when you came to Gil? Oh, came to Gil? Ooh. Just at Gil, at Gil in general. Okay, a couple good experiences. Like, uh, probably winning every winning the uh, county championship mm-hmm. uh, every time mm-hmm. uh, I played in it. And then Miss Patekney's class. Uh, is she is Miss Patikney still? Yeah, yeah. she's here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Miss Patikney class goaded 
like I think I took her like three years. I would have took her my senior year too if she had a class. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a class right now. <laughs> yeah, I would say for me would be um, one like the beginning of the school year when we had like spirit week and we're all like out of class uh, with our team shirts on everyone's together you know uh just playing for their teams and stuff like that uh that was always a fun week um or day i don't remember what it was and also uh miss armstrong unit she had the broadway unit so we went to a couple broadway shows and that was like really fun she was walking around new york the whole time um and it was really nice i liked it uh, do you do you have any advice not just for um for black students at Gil but uh, uh Gil students in general um you know that you could, that you could share so my word of advice for like all students would be like um invest time into finding what you want to do in life instead of like you know what your mom and dad want you to do because what your dad and mom wants you to do might not be what works for you um what works for you is what works for you so don't just go based off you know what other people think you should do um and definitely sit down and figure out you know does this school really have what i want to do or am i just going to the school to live up to you know um i forgot what it's called but when you know all your parents and family and friends went there you know just make sure what you're doing is what you really want to do i say just don't be a follower be a leader yeah thank you guys for joining us today thank you thank you, thank you. Um, i think we had a really good discussion you know Get on, they get talk. So, like I said, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Thank you.